you need motivation and inspiration to get you off the couch and boss up? We've got you covered. Welcome to the Build or Destroy podcast. Self-improvement, education, business, relationships, financial literacy, investing, and doing for self. Let's do this. Here's your host, Anthony Barber Jr., a.k.a. The Builder. What up, good people? This is your boy, The Builder, again. Back with another episode of the Builder Destroy Podcast. And in today's episode, I wanted to touch real quick on the differences between the old school investment mentality um, or the tortoise or the new school investment mentality, which some could be argued that it's indicative of the hair in the story you know one philosophy is like methodical and uh, actually has a really good relationship with time and is very unemotional when it comes to like the movement of the market day to day and the other on the flip side of the coin the other you know gets wrapped up in all the emotional drama of the market the FUD, the news, the the social media you know, never before uh, in history have we dealt with a scenario where the investor has so much at their disposal and yet struggled this much you know, or seems to struggle whereas like predecessors of the past I'm pretty sure they had their struggles and, you know, people sold and, you know, got out of certain positions and stocks and investments, you know, when they thought it went down and things of that nature. But, you know, they picked it back up and and, and focused on like certain qualities of certain companies and growth and things of that nature. A lot of people will argue with me and say, well, that's not this. That's not this market that we're in. We're in a different time. It's like, yeah, we're in a different time and you're, you're supposed to adjust accordingly. I get it. But one thing I would stress is to like adjust using and leveraging, you know, the tools that you have at your disposal that your predecessors, you know, necessarily didn't have. You know what I'm saying? You have so many different things that can help you with data analytics and how to break down a company. There's so much information out right now. You know, it's almost like if you don't want anybody to know anything, just put it in a book. If you don't want anybody to know anything, just make a video about it. If you don't don't know, want anybody to know anything, literally just put it out there and they won't gravitate towards it because it's in their face, you know, because they think it's like trash or like, shit because it's readily available you know only thing that only thing information being readily available does that could possibly hinder you is because it's so much of it that the time that it takes you to like siphon through a lot of stuff can be you know daunting that being said though 
be specific. You know, my approach has always been to take a very specific methodical approach to investing, you know, uh, track global trends. You know, for example, what's going on right now? What's been going on? What's what's the talk of the town right now in the on the global scale? You know, fuck what's going on in like your country specifically, like what's going on in, in, on a global scale that necessarily is going to have a ripple effect on the pond as a whole. You know, when one pebbles dropped over here, it's going to ripple out. So like what's what's on the table? Well, you know, artificial intelligence for one. You know, you hear the man of the year, Elon Musk, talking about it. He's been talking about it for like the last couple of years. He's launching, you know, thousands of satellites into into space for his Starlink setup, which is going to literally usher in what? Automation. Wow, that's a sector to invest in. Automation. Might want to research that. You know, I'm just saying. Like, this is the type of things that, that goes through my mind when I'm looking at a potential investment for the future. Not necessarily a trade. A trade, I can base a trade simply off the share structure being ridiculously low in a hot sector with a lot of hype and momentum behind it. Cool. Yep. I'll jump in, you know, abuse the shit out of the stock, flip it to death, take my money, and then I'll put it into a tangible investment. That's a lot of shit that people won't tell you that they do. You know, they just make it seem like they're just nonstop trading, 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 trading. No, they're taking that money. And they're putting it in real estate. They're buying land. They're putting it back into their business. They're putting it back into like their long-term investments, their long-term holds. The shit that's not necessarily cute right now, but is going to blow up in the next five to ten years. Yeah, they're they're scaling in and putting and putting a third of those gains, or sometimes more than that, into back into those tangible investments. You know what I'm saying? Assets, rare metals, gold, all that shit like that they don't tell you about that they're putting their money in. They just make it seem like I'm just trading all fucking day in front of a computer and I'm just getting all this enormous success just looking at a billion charts. And there's thousands of stocks, bro. Don't sit up here and lie to me or lie to anybody and tell them that you're just like, like you know exactly what stocks are going to run, when, how, out of the thousands that's available. And you know what? If you got a group of people, maybe a, a think tank, or a group or telegram group or discord or something like that where you have a large amount of people all looking at tens and hundreds of thousands of stocks and they're all converging in one location and saying hey guys this is what i found hey guys this is what i found hey guys this is what i found it's no different between that and somebody that's actually researching it on their fucking own and finding stocks you know and finding those rare gems on their own there's no difference only difference is is that you're just basically pilfering information from a large group of people to tra- and then you're using it to trade like you're not all knowing nobody's all knowing nobody's some wise old sage out here just plucking fucking stocks out of the atmosphere and trading them okay that's not the deal here like stop lying to people okay trading is dope yep trading is a, it's, it's a good vehicle to make a quick buck and all that stuff you're not even teaching people how to like shelter their money you got people trading like maniacs and they don't even know how to protect their money from taxes. They don't even they, like the IRS is about to chew their asses up. They don't even know what they're doing. Like it's ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, I just made a hundred K. It's like, okay, we'll give 40,000 of that to, to uncle Sam. You know, thank you very much. Now, do you have a plan for the other 60? Well, 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 okay then. So 
why are you worried about making all this money? You don't even have a fucking plan for the money. It's not like you like, hey, I want to make a hundred grand and then I'm going to give 40 percent of that to taxes. And then now I got 60,000 to work with. I'm going to put another 30 back into the market and then I'm going to uh, take the other 30 and put it down on a, a on a rental property. Put it down on a you know a multifamily you know duplex or 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 a fourplex or something like that. Like I never hear people talk like that. It's always just capital, 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 capital. But like they never talk about what the fuck you do with the capital after you get it. They just they just like leading people to slaughter. Like oh yeah, just trade and trade and trade and trade. It's like you're stressing yourself out. You're staring at a fucking screen all day. You never go outside. You're not spending time with your family. You're not spending time with your kids. You just staring at a fucking screen, all these damn charts. And, and then when the shit ain't working out for you, when you're not lose, when you're losing money and the charts are just breaking down all over the place, you get emo- you so emotionally tied into the shit because that's your only vehicle that you hopped in to make money that you just literally lose it. You become a maniac. You become psychotic and you lash out at everybody like it's th- like it's their fault that 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 you on your ass. And it's like, that's not cool, man. That's not cool. That's a new school mentality. Emo- highly emotionally driven, irresponsible for yourself, non-research doing, blame everybody else when the shit not working out. And, and don't you don't get nobody credit when it's working out. So don't blame nobody when it's not working out. Take some personal responsibility and integrate some of that old school grit into your into your repertoire, is what I'm saying. That's bottom line what I'm getting at. The old school investors, they didn't have all this internet, this computer shit, Discord, Telegram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, uh, Webull, Robinhood, Coinbase. Like They didn't have all these platforms and shit created to where you, it made it just simple for like the most simple-minded person to just get into the game. You set up an account and then boom, you in the game. like Just like that. You reckless as hell. You don't know shit, but you in the game. It's like they give you a keys to a sports car and tell you to just have at it. Go have fun, buddy. And you're like, hell yeah, I'm about to jump in this car and just speed the fuck off. And it's like, you don't even know how to drive. And they just handing out car keys to to Ferraris. They're like, here you go, man. Here's a Ferrari. Why? I don't know how to drive a manual. Don't worry. You'll figure it out. I did. Here you go. It's like, no, man. It's like, no, bro. Take this fucking Honda Civic and learn how to drive. And then work your way up to a Ferrari, dude. Like, okay, you have a Honda Civic mentality. You don't have a Ferrari mentality. You do not have a Lambo mentality. You know, stay in your swim lane and recognize where the fuck you at as an investor, as a trader. 2022 is around the corner. And I'm telling you, man, it's a new day. America about to go through a crazy transformation. And a lot of people are not going to make it, man. A lot of people are not ready for prime time. I'm trying to tell you, baby, like they ain't ready. Crypto's about to get crazy. Cashless society's about to kick in. Like it's about to be a bunch of shit that a lot of people is just not ready for, man. The market is about to not be the same. I'm not saying that the, our market is going to be like the Nikkei, where like all the old money just yanked all their money out, and then like the the new money just stopped investing, and then that bitch just stay flat forever. I'm not saying that we're going away at the Nikkei, not yet. But I'm saying for the sake of argument that it will behoove you to actually take advantage of all these tools at your disposal. Take advantage of YouTube. Be a fucking student, man. 
just because you're grown, just because you got out of high school. Yep, I know high school suck, man. I can't stand school. I can't fucking stand it. I can't fucking stand it. You know what you're saying? Every time you chant that shit, you're basically saying, I want to be stupid. I want to remain the same way that I was from yesterday. Like, why the fuck you want to be, you know, why you want to be the same person at 30 that you was at 20? You want to be the same person at 40 that you was at 20? You want to be the same person that you was at 20 at 50, huh? You don't want to get any better. You don't want to educate yourself. That's basically what I'm hearing from people when they talk to me. It's just like, oh, man, I ain't got time for that shit. It's like, oh, so, okay, so you ain't got, you really don't want to make no money then. Not no real money. You just doing this shit for fun. Like, you're not, you're not taking this serious, man. The people that make the most money in this game take that shit serious. Like a job. They treat it like a job. Like, you don't go to your job and half-ass. You know why? Because you want to get that check every week. You ain't going to go to your job and act all reckless. You know why? Because your ass don't want to get fired. You take that shit seriously. Because you're like, well, oh, well, I'm getting paid. Well, guess what? When you invest, this is a way, this is a vehicle for you to pay your fucking self. So, invest in yourself accordingly. Or... Or you can be one of the recipients of the universal basic income because you didn't take advantage and show some type of initiative because you only got so much time before this shit kick in. Like I said, Elon is launching thousands of satellites every month into space for this Starlink universal uh, Internet 5G. China's already working on 6G. They're going to usher in automation. They're going to usher in virtual reality. They're going to usher in augmented reality robotics they're going like like people the labor force is about to get crushed man crushed okay like that's why like why do you think all these billionaires aren't afraid to like tell you how much crypto they got now all of a sudden you got all these billionaires coming out of nowhere like oh yeah i'm holding a billion dollars in bitcoin or oh yeah i got a billion dollars in ethereum or i really like cardano or i really i really like this and it's like they're subliminally letting you know, like, bro, like, yeah, we're, we have the means to invest in this disruptive shit and you don't. Basically, you're not taking full advantage of it. And stocks are only going to be around and operating the way they are for so long, you know, before they become digitized in, in, in a manner of speaking, you know, because that's kind of like what they are anyway you know like when you buy a stock on fidelity or e-trade or schwab or anything there's no fiat transacted you know i mean there is or is it like that shit's digital like you say i want to buy a thousand shares of this company then there it is boom but you're not physically handing somebody a thousand dollars like it's, it's literally a, a, a code is being transferred from your bank account to the broker and then the broker is routing it and buying the stock like it's literally digital it's no different than you going on amazon punching in your debit card and buying the damn uh whatever you know whatever item you want on amazon there's no physical currency being exchanged like that shit's already digital they already primed everybody for the digital economy everybody's already primed and ready so like i said invest accordingly you know take this shit serious research for your damn self don't take shit at face value you know have some damn resolve you know and if you want to you know flip stocks cool if you want to scout cool like make your gains you know do what you got to do compound your money do whatever strategy you think is pertinent but have a plan in place write shit down 
you know, this is what the old school people did. They had no choice. They had to, they had to write shit down. When shit didn't work, they scrapped the plan. They're like, okay, that was a busted plan, but they kept it on paper, like, so they can go back and be like, all right, I want to do that again. And then they came up with another strategy. And then when they finally found something that clicked and it worked, guess what? They had it wrote down. It was like a playbook. You have to document your wins and your losses and not just on some emotional rant because the shit not working out how you thought it was going to work out. You know, maybe your expectations was was unrealistic. Like n- people always say, oh, well, nothing goes straight up. Well, guess what? Nothing, what goes up must come down and nothing stays down forever. So, you know, swing traders, you know, were killing it the last two years, you know, from like 2019, 2020, because they, 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 you know, they don't have any emotional, you know, ties to the market. And I'm just using them as an example to prove a point, because like a swing trader is just going to wait for a bottom. They don't care what stock it is. As long as the share structure is decent, as long as the 52 week high was 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 great and it has it's in a good sector that has some momentum behind it they, they plan the momentum man that's it all they did was play the momentum they waited for it to hit rock bottom bought in and they just waited and then when the price swung up they sold it at the top and then jumped off of the plane with a parachute and then floated down to the ground and then did it all over again with some some other stock sometimes with the same stock it just depends like but now even the swing traders are getting wrecked because like the whole market is upside down. It doesn't, the, the, the dynamics are, are different. It's, it's, it's been swing plays that's literally been dead in the water for like nine, 10 months. Haven't moved, no volume. Kind of hard to have volume when motherfuckers not working. Kind of hard to have volume when people getting, you know, checks and, and people quitting and the, and, the, and the job reports are looking like trash and people being forced out of, out of work because of a shot. You know, it's a lot of dynamics at play other than, man, the market. And this makes sense fundamentally. It's like, okay, but what's going on outside, bro? Like, have you looked at what's going on outside? Like everything affects everything. Everything relates to everything. You got to, you got to shift and play the market based on what it is, not what you want it to be. Stop living in a dream world. Like look forward, have a forward thinking mentality, you know, and, and sometimes forward thinking means that, you know what? I have a I'm looking at a target, but my target is two years away based on what's going on globally, based on the market dynamics. This probably this tree, this seed that, that I plant isn't going to necessarily bear fruit for two years, two to three years. Are you willing to wait on that? Most people don't have the patience nowadays because everybody got a microwave mentality. So nine times out of 10, your answer is going to be, man, no, I don't have time to wait for that shit. I got to get to the bag right now. I got to get to the bag right now. But guess what? Go and stretch yourself out, combing through hundreds and hundreds of charts and trying to get your five to 20 percent gains and all that stuff. Like, go, bro, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I still do it on on certain on certain stocks. I just play the momentum. You know, I have no conviction in the stock at all. Like, I'm just like, I'm playing the momentum. I'm just like, okay, cool. The stock's at a penny. Okay. I have, you know, 50 grand to play with. Okay. I'm going to put 20 grand on this, on this penny stock. That's at a penny. And people say, well, damn, that's a lot of money, man. You overextending. Is it? I'm, I'm, I'm going for the jugular. So like, that's how I play it. Like, so I'll put 20 G's on a stock, especially after I, I vetted it. 
you know, went over the stock, look at the sector. Is it a hot sector? Yep. Checkbox. Okay. Does it have a lot of hype behind it? Okay. AKA emotional traders. Okay, cool. Checkbox. Okay. Well, what's the volume looking like? Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's at a bottom. Is, is it oversold? Is it, is it ready? Is it primed and ready to go? Okay. Boom. Let me put 20 G's on this, on this stock. That's a penny and buy 2 million shares. And guess what? I'll sell it at a, at a penny. I'll sell it when it goes up a penny and just be petty about it. Even if it has five, six, seven, eight cent, you know, uh, it, it could run, you know, a thousand percent. I don't give a damn because I just want to, you know, I'm going to get I'm going to get a hundred percent gains. I'm going to just be abusive. I'm going to just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put 20 G's on this stock at a penny by two million shares. I'm going to sell a million shares when it goes up to two cent, get my money back. And then now I'm on house money. Now I basically just bought the stock for free. See, that's another that's another trick. That's another that's another part of the game that 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 people do. Once you have leverage, once you have leverage, aka you know money, a lot of liquid money to play with, a lot of capital to play with. That's what like a lot of like people that like harp on trading, trading, trading. They're, they're like purists when it comes to trading. That's the shit they leave out, though. They don't they leave out like whales, people that really don't give a shit, people that are just ruthless, that that have a lot of money that can move a, 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 a penny stock that can like, you know, control, not control it, but can can sway a lot of the price action because, you know, a normal trader that just put like 10 G's in there, you know, once that whale hits the sale button, that bitch going to drop. It can cause itself like and then people put stop losses in like so in the OTC of all places, the most highly volatile space like they'll put stop losses in, you know, and they won't even put a reasonable stop loss in. They'll put that shit in like as soon as they buy the security, they'll just like put a stop loss in at whatever they bought it for, knowing that the price has been fluctuating like mad the last, you know, two to three days. So it's like and then here come the whale selling a million shares, a million point five and just and just dumping that shit and then next thing you know they stop loss get triggered they're in the bed sleep and then they wake up like what happened and they're jumping on the uh on the discord they're jumping in the telegrams they're jumping on what happened guys oh my god what's it's a fire sale no it's not it's just somebody with a lot more leverage than you that played the game and played it on, on a ruthless level you know that that's just the market that's the part of the market too that a lot of people don't want to talk about that's part of the game too and then they say oh it's not fair how is it not fair how is it not fair if you got 10 g's to work with you should not be pushing all 10 g's into a stock i don't care how good it look put a thousand in put put 10 percent of your holdings in there and and then and, and flip your way to another 10 and then start with another thousand and flip your way to another 10 and now you got 30,000 before you know it. Instead of you trying to push all your 10 in there. And then now you got to wait for the turn to come again. So you, and now, all, and now instead of you thinking about getting money, you're thinking about just getting out, breaking even. Now your stress done took over. Your emotions are high. You bitching and complaining every day. And you blaming everybody around you for your decision. Like, look at here, man. Like, this game is cold. Okay, it's a cold game. Like your objective is to either be methodical about it, less stressed, pick quality plays, look for quality plays with quality share structures, 
quality management, quality uh, roadmaps, you know, tangible roadmaps. You know, can they hit their goal? Is it realistic? If it's a yeah, if all the box check out, bro, is it, it can be a sound investment. I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying it can be, you know, and if it, and if it if only some of the boxes, some of the boxes are checked, some of them not so much, then treat it like a trade. Like this isn't financial advice, but I'm just giving you like perspective, like perspective. That's it. Not advice. This is just perspective. Just for something for you to chew on. Think about, you know what I'm saying? Because the emotions are going to make you lose money way faster than you being logical, sitting back, taking a breath and just breathing, man. All right. Later. Thanks for listening to the Build or Destroy podcast with your host, Anthony Barber Jr., a.k.a. The Builder. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into all the tips and tricks you can use to boss your life up. If you're interested in expanding your mind and reaching your definition of freedom and how these ideas and views can be applied in the real world, tap in with us next week. As always, you can head over to www.builderslsb.com to cop some motivation, dope merch, and sign up to our email list. And don't forget to check out all the links and resources in the show notes. That's all for this episode, folks. And as always, boss up instead of laying down.